Welcome to RBC's Markets in Motion podcast, recorded August 16, 2021. I'm Lori Calvacina, Head of U.S. Equity Strategy at RBC Capital Markets. Please listen to the end of this podcast for important disclaimers. This week in the podcast, we're taking a closer look at the recent impact of the COVID backdrop on the U.S. equity market. The three big things you need to know. First, COVID's taken up more airtime on earnings calls in August, and the tone on the variant has actually been pretty mixed. Second, we're seeing more pronounced signs of stress in the high-frequency indicators we track. And third, for the most part, the U.S. equity market has remained forward-looking, focusing not on the impacts of the latest surge, but on the continuation of the recovery thereafter. If you'd like to hear more, here's another five minutes. While you're waiting, a quick reminder that you can subscribe to this podcast on Apple, Spotify, and other major platforms. Now the details. Takeaway number one. COVID's been getting more airtime in August earnings calls, and the tone has been pretty mixed. Aside from a few companies that rang the alarm bell in week one of reporting season, for the most part, the July reporters in the S&P 500 described COVID and the Delta variant as a manageable issue that could cause bumps in the recovery, but wouldn't derail it. That's also the view of many of the August reporters, but that wasn't the emphasis of all of them. Among companies that have commented on the Delta variant in their earnings calls between August 2nd and 11th, 60% expressed a concerned or uncertain tone, including 36% in the concerned camp and 24% in the uncertain camp. Meanwhile, 39% expressed a confident tone similar to what we heard in July. In terms of sector biases, Real estate, communication services, and healthcare companies express the most confidence. Within communication services, media and entertainment companies were generally in the confident camp. Within healthcare, providers were more of an exception, expressing a bit more concern. Meanwhile, consumer discretionary and financial stood out as the sectors with the most concern, particularly in travel, hotels, leisure, apparel, auto, auto parts, and insurance. In terms of points of concern, Popular topics have included potential restrictions and specific losses associated with the surging cases of the variant in the near term, negative impacts from lockdowns in international businesses, and the potential for further supply chain disruptions. In terms of points of optimism, a number of companies have emphasized the strong demand they're experiencing, optimism on vaccines, and the unlikelihood of lockdowns domestically. It's also worth noting that while several companies have talked about seeing a slowdown because of the variant, others have said the exact opposite. Takeaway number two, the shift in tone from companies has coincided with more pronounced deterioration in high frequency indicators. In our latest updates, open table dining activity and TSA flying trends have become a bit more sluggish than what we've been seeing previously, and public transit data has taken an even more noteworthy hit. Though the open table data is holding up better than we might have anticipated, one thing that really strikes us about it right now is that the deterioration has been broad-based across the country, with trends slipping over the past few weeks for the vast majority of states, not just those in the states hit hardest by the Delta surge. Wrapping up with takeaway number three, for the most part, the stock market has been looking through the immediate Delta impacts and has been instead looking ahead, focusing on the continuation of the recovery. As regular listeners of this podcast are probably aware, we've been highlighting how the reflation trades in the U.S. equity market have been tied to trends in domestic COVID cases for quite some time. 
Since March of 2021, the growth value trade has been moving in lockstep with the seven-day rate of change and the seven-day average of domestic cases. The same has been true of secular growth sectors relative to cyclicals, defensive sectors relative to cyclicals, and large caps relative to small caps. In the spring and summer of 2021, deterioration in the rate of change of new COVID cases coincided with a major peak in value, small cap, and cyclicals, and renewed leadership by growth, large cap, secular, and defensive. But since mid-July, when the rate of change in growth in new COVID cases started to decelerate, i.e. improve at the margin, value and cyclical stabilized and then began to outperform. Around the same time, we also saw that small caps stabilized relative to large caps. Back in the spring, essentially what happened was that the U.S. equity market sniffed out the surge in COVID cases that ended up happening this summer. And over the past few weeks, the U.S. equity market has begun to price in the idea that a peak in case counts is around the corner. That's basically in line with our biotech team's view that U.S. cases will peak shortly before Labor Day. If they're right, the value cyclical and small cap trade should end the summer on a high note. Whether this ends up being the start of the last hurrah for value and cyclicals broadly that we recently called for remains to be seen. It's certainly possible, but the risk in the very short term is that there may end up being more unexpected damage to earnings and economic data from the Delta variant than investors appreciate. It's also worth keeping in mind that our biotech team thinks post-Labor Day case counts are likely to hold steady at levels well above early summer lows due to school and workplace reopenings, before transitioning to a less dramatic seasonal virus around year-end. What that means is that this bump in the recovery might be a little bit bigger than many are expecting. On this point, we'll leave you with one quote from a consumer staples company on their August 5th earnings call that we just can't get out of our minds. They said, just a few weeks ago, you wouldn't have forecast a type of Delta variant and pandemic disruptions that were seen again in North America. That's a good reminder, in our view, that vigilance in assessing current conditions remains critical. That's all for now. Thanks for listening, and please reach out to your RBC representative with any questions. This content is based on information available at the time it was recorded and is for informational purposes only. It is not an offer to buy or sell or a solicitation, and no recommendations are implied. It is outside the scope of this communication to consider whether it is suitable for you and your financial objectives.